What's going on out here on these streets? This is your boy DJ94 back with another episode of Talk That Ish. And y'all may know from the opening song, we're not talking about sports. I'm finally off NBA for a little bit. We're going to take a rest from the NBA. We're going to take a rest from the NFL series I have coming up for y'all. And we're going to talk about Power Season 5. Woo! How I feel so far. You know, I know I'm late. See, I was supposed to do this next week. But look, I'm human. I have a job. I work a 9 to 5, unfortunately. Um, and unfortunately, when you work a 9 to 5, you have to you know, go to work and you have to stare at people you don't like for about 8 hours. And you have to pretend, uh, you know, that, that goes. I'm probably preaching to the choir. But my goal with this series, man, I want to try to get a female uh, voice on here um, who's really interested in the show. Um, cause one, that's going to hold me accountable because I'm going to tell y'all if it was left up to me, man, like y'all might get one of these episodes, maybe once per month, because I'll forget, man, I, I put sports ahead. Cause if y'all don't know, man, like that's what I do, man. I, when I was, uh, when I went to Western Carolina, I graduated there. Um, I worked for ESPN as my internship. So I, I'm a sports head. Not really that much into talking about TV shows, but since Power is personally one of my favorite shows to watch on Sunday, like I will stop everything. You better not hit me up on my phone. Don't ask for nothing. If you're dying, wait till the hour the hour of uh, Power is up. If we have to uh, resuscitate you, we have to put you on life support, put on life support. Don't hit my phone up. You know what I mean? But we're going to get right into part one. I'm going to break this into try probably two parts. I'm can't talk today. I'm going to crank two parts out for you. So part one is going to be pretty much about episode one of season five. It's just going to be a translation from what happened into season four into uh, the first episode of season one. Because and then we're going to go uh, we're going to go episode two later, if not tomorrow. Um, and then I'll, we're also going to go episode three. And then Sunday I will crank out episode four along with some predictions because if we do this all at once it will be like two three hours i don't know about you if you're loyal you you don't mind sitting and listening talking about power and listening to me here uh talking about power then that's cool (laughs) but i know for me uh i don't want to sit here with you guys for three hours so we're gonna break this up into parts it'll every episode will be like 20 to maybe 30 minutes long of, of pretty much me kind of rewinding for you guys going back creating some funny dialogue for you guys and and talking about this hit show that really has taken off over the last couple of years power so stay with me we're gonna take a quick 30 when we come back we're gonna dive right into it it's your boy sit tight relax laugh We'll be right back. Man, what's good, Talk That Ish family and podcast family? This is your boy, DJ94, better known as David Johnson. Hey, man, just asking y'all for y'all support, man. I greatly appreciate those who have supported me so far on my journey. I'm only trying to get better. But I would greatly ask if you like what I'm doing or if you appreciate everything that you've heard here on this podcast, don't just stop here on the podcast. Please connect with me on my Instagram at underscore underscore dj94 underscore underscore it'll be greatly appreciated i look forward to talking if you want to dm me if you want to comment under me if you don't agree with me if you hate me if you can't stand me if you love me if you like me if you think i'm weird let me know because it's all beneficial to the show and it's all to make the show better thanks and enjoy the show and we're back 
We're back. This is your boy DJ94. For Talk Dad-ish, we're talking about power. This will be the first of four. I'm going to crank out in the next two days. I'm going to drive myself crazy talking about power, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to dive right into it. Episode one of season five. Man, so to go to episode one of season five, you kind of have to go back a little bit. Just just kind of remind people what happened. So the ending was pretty much um, Tyreek, <clears throat> you know, had been mixed up in some uh, some stuff. He wasn't supposed to be mixed up, hanging out with Kanan, trying to be a little gangster out here on these streets. The boy ain't even 13, 14, but he think he grown. You know, if I would have did that, my ass would have been dead. Because personally, my dad don't play that. So the fact that this show allows, you know, I guess that, that's a testament to how much of a father ghost is. Because, I mean, how you let your son become a whole gangster is beyond me. But, hey, uh, he was out here robbing folks, out here finessing folks, out here getting himself mixed up. And then finally, you know, uh, Ray Ray came looking for him because, you know, he ran out on a on a job that they were doing. After it went kind of went south because he don't said the name in front of the girl. So obviously he ain't cut out for that life. But, you know, hey, it was worth a try. He auditioned. He fell. So fast forward. Ray Ray pretty much was looking for Tyreek. Trying to, I don't know if he's trying to, I guess we're going to go ahead and assume he was trying to go ahead and off him. Kill him. Whatever you want to put it. So anyways, um, your girl Rainy uh, took the bullet for all of us. Because she wasn't the one who actually died in season four. We all died because we love Raina. Raina was the good kid. Raina was the kid that wasn't doing all the bad stuff that her brother was. Raina was just, she just wanted to be in the know. And poor Raina didn't even get a chance to continue. I guess they couldn't pay for her contract. She had to go to school. So they had to discontinue her contract. And so they said, okay, well, we got to go ahead and kill you. So they killed Raina uh, at the hands of Ray Ray. Tariq gets uh, mad. He calls Dre to find out the location of Ray Ray. Pretty much extorts Dre and says, if you don't uh, tell me the location of Raina, I'll spill the beans to my pops about everything that you did. Um, everything that I know about you. And he going to deal with you, basically. And so, you know, Dre being the guy, he's he's trying to move quietly. So he coughed up the information. And uh, Tyree goes up there. Uh, got a little scared for him because, you know, he don't, I mean, <laughs> he's held his mom's gun before, but he's never really actually used it in that life. So, you know, Ray's like, yo, you, you a bitch, bro. You, you know, fuck you. You ain't about that life. You ain't your pops. You ain't never going to be your pops. But I'm like, yo, this nigga talking real bold right now. Real bold. He's talking real reckless to have a gun in his face. But I just want that same energy, you know, the courage if one day I'm confronted with a gun to be like, be able to talk shit like, oh, nigga, I'm going out, I'm going to talk shit on my way out. Fuck, I'm going to bring that same energy. But that's what Ray Ray did. And ultimately, uh, he tried to pull a quick one, like a Wild West one on uh, Tariq. He tried to reach for his gun before he can get a shot off. Tariq shot him. One of the bullets went into the uh, wall, but then we didn't, you know, see that until episode one. <clears throat> and Ray Ray catches two. And he dies, bye-bye. And not to mention that James St. Patrick, a.k.a. Ghost, and the mom, Tasha, are trying to go all the way to try to hunt down Tyree before he does something crazy. Well, you're too late, parents. All right, shouldn't you, like, be keeping, like, how does he keep getting out the house? How does he keep finding the gun? I mean, this is terrible parenting terrible like making black people look bad so basically they they're trying to ronnie they end up ronnie doing at the building um tommy and um goes get there too late um they hear the gunshots go off and basically um ray ray dies um tariq goes with mom 
uh, back to the house. She gets them cleaned up, like you know, they, like if this was Ghost doing it. She tells, she tells, um, she tells uh, Tyree to burn all his clothes and uh, to you know act normal, heading back in. And Ghost and them, they basically a roll poor Ray Ray up at the he ain't poor. He deserved that shit, but <laughs> uh, Ray Ray up at this point and dispose of the body, clean pretty much do a clean. As, as you would call it. And that's how we go into season five. So coming into this season, there's a lot going on. Obviously, we find out more in depth about the Jimenez. We find out Dre um, pretty much backstabbing um, a Ghost and how that plays out. Kanan comes back and all of a sudden wants to team up. And that's how we um, ended there. So basically, what we're left with in season four is Kanan is was trying to go after Dre because... Dre basically backstabbed him, stopped paying him money. Um, and he, the last time he said that, he said he was going to come looking for him. So I guess he's trying to be a man of his word. Uh, Tommy and Ghost got beef with Dre because they say that they thought, they say that Dre set Tyreek up to die. And I mean, I don't know at this point, that's debatable, I guess. And that's why where we head into season five. So I'm going to give like my, my quick two minute. <laughs> Two minute uh, summary of episode five. We're not gonna hit like every point, but just just we're just gonna talk about episode one in depth real quick, and then I'm gonna give my funny commentary as I walk back. That's how we're gonna do these power episodes. So here we go. So basically, um, here's how we got started. We had Angela at the top of the crime scene where Ray Ray is now dead. We don't see the body. We just see the you know the gunshot I mentioned. And um, just a couple minutes ago, that Tyreek shot like an amateur, missed and it hit a brick. And she's out there looking distraught, looking like the whole world is coming in. It's looking sloppy and guilty, like she, like she did something. Then finally, an officer comes in and she's and they, you know, she calls Angela downstairs and Angela's like, oh well, yeah. I, I, I guess if you go ahead and run that um, scan, because she already prematurely knows who had something to do with it. She's upset because. Tasha had came to her and she basically gave the information of where Ray Ray was and she feels like she's in she's a part of uh, the crime now so ultimately she gives the police officers and says uh hey if you want to find out uh find a breakthrough in this case find out do analysis of the bullet and you should be able to match a gun um find a match for the gun uh and so then she you know, she's talking to the officer. Officer's like, well, I want to recluse you in the report. She's like, no, I don't want to be in this report. And in comes our new character for this season, Detective Rodriguez. She's pretty much going to be the person that's yet another target on Angela's back. And soon after, we go to find out another antagonist down the line for this series and for uh, to keep um, all the characters on Angela. That's what I like about power these guys never really are safe like they're always introducing new characters that end up coming back for the next season so just because they take out one major antagonist in this in this series there's always another person there's always another obstacle for the saint patrick's for um <clears throat> lala her character um for lakeisha i guess i should call her lakeisha that's her, uh, that's her name in this show uh, for everybody, really, to have to go through. You see everybody's weaknesses while they're trying to battle battle um, through all these adversities. And it, for me, it kind of leaves a lot to desire because you're just like, man, 
mean, because I know this weakness about this character, can we? Can I really trust him in this pivotal situation? So, back to this. I know I'm at like a minute now, <laughs> like way past a couple minutes. But basically, um, Angela meets with uh, Tasha. They both exchange some heated words about the setup, and then finally, your girl Tasha came clean and said that um, Tyreek did it, and that, um, and then. Angela had told her that um, they're going to run the, the guns again. I should turn y'all all in. And and uh, <clears throat> basically Tasha was just like, look, you want to be a dirty cop for me? Reason why is because you fuck my husband, blah, blah, blah. It is, this is what it is. So basically Angela was like, fine, I'll be, I'll, I'll do this because we can all go down if not. And if I get on, and then this is going to be too much heat because I just got this promotion to DA. Uh, to DA. So the following day, she goes in the office and her boss comes in there and she's like, well, I tried to call you last night. Where were you? And she was like, well, I was at home. I left my phone here. Black intuition happened. You can't fool a black woman. She was just like, oh, no, I don't believe that. She she uh, tells Sexton to keep the witness that they found um, that was in the earlier seasons with Ghost. Um, she, I guess she killed her husband or brother. And the witness recognized her voice that would have put James St. Patrick's away for good uh, about a couple seasons ago that that department failed to do. Because Mock Saxton and the black guy and all the, all those guys in that office all took a massive L a couple seasons ago. So they're all salty, including Mock and Sexton. They have their own little thing going. So um, sex, uh, the black woman tells Sexton, you know, hey, keep this information on the DL because I don't trust Angela. Blah, blah, blah. So they take the... Uh, they take the um, they take pretty much the witness's uh, testimony, put it on record, and that's all we hear from her. All right, so we don't have her on the payroll no more. All right, next. Um, so the, over the next couple of days, like a good fifteen to twenty minutes, it kind of shows Angela contemplating about integrity or whether she could she should delete this file that would incriminate Tasha and put her son in jail and and pretty much the whole family in jail for a long time. Or whether she should protect her new role as um, the D, as the head of the department of the Eastern Department and just do what's right. And ultimately, she ends up not doing uh, doing the right thing. She ends up becoming a part of this mess, and she deletes the file. But she uses her secretary's password, which ends up getting him suspended. <clears throat> and Ghost, uh, Ghost is pretty much running around here. And he's out here trying to pursue uh, Dre. Uh, he gets a, a, a connect from Tommy, who's out there roaming after the pastor that used to run for them got killed. And um, Dre says he basically killed the priest. Blah blah blah. He's going to set up. Um, he's going to set up Tommy and uh, go so that they walk into the warehouse and then they'll kill him. So that almost works. Uh, t- Ghost gets shot in the rib. I think I want to say it's like a. Uh, to the side injury, I guess the bullet kind of grazes his rib cage, and ultimately, the, you know, Dre shows Dre in his highest moment. He's going in for the kill, bang bang, and the unlikely foe of Kanan comes in. He shoots off a couple rounds, and I don't know how you miss everybody after you know you had like five targets to hit, but everybody gets away. Um, Ghost and them get away. They call Proctor who's a ghost lawyer who's at this point disbarred because he he had some misconduct in the uh, ghost case um, that left Terry in charge. And we won't get into him in a second. <clears throat> but ultimately, he's not practicing the law right now. He still has the laptop that could send um, Tommy and pretty much reopen the case for uh, for St. Patrick being the original distro 
Um, that could pretty much send everybody to jail. So why he's keeping that, I guess, for leverage in the case he gets in trouble. And that's going to be some foreshadowing down the line that I have a prediction for tomorrow. So partner's like, I don't, I don't want to hear this. Like, I'm disbarred right now. I'm trying to get my stuff back. Mock, Mock could really have my, um, you know, he could really catch a big win at, on behalf of me. And Blage Blage, that's the end of that. All right, so the main portion of this um, episode was to highlight Raina's funeral, pretty much. Um, you've seen, uh, I guess, Senator, or whatever you want to call him, I guess Senator Tate, he's the political figure in this whole episode. His agenda is he's trying to do right, he's trying to do all this stuff to the old Queens project to, in hopes that this will be enough to get him elected governor one day. And so he's pretty much came in late season four and he was like, you beat the you beat the system and I'm proud. I want to stand by you and invest in this big project I'm working towards. But Ghost has other intentions. Ghost wants this uh, project to be dedicated to Raina. So he pretty much says and and, and uh, undercuts Tate um, publicly and says, you know, this is going to be for Raina. They didn't talk to, talk about that behind closed doors. So Tate was obviously upset. So these two. Are gonna butt heads a lot this season, uh, especially in the first episodes as I review them. So basically, Tate was like, oh, at the funeral, um, I want media here. I think us having media at this funeral will be good. We invite all these people that that Tasha doesn't know. We're gonna be bougie and not let uh, Tommy sit in the front with the immediate family because of images and because he was just um, <clears throat> being arrested for some very bad things. Um, so, you know, that's that's where we stand with him. Um, and ultimately, they have the funeral. Um, Tommy kind of gets connected with the mafia because of his dad, Teresi, who just comes at again at the end of season four. And uh, Teresi, his father, tells him, like, hey, you might want to go back. And this is my right hand I used to run with. And his right hand pretty much takes Tommy under his wing like, you know, they've known each other for fucking 10 years and it's only been 10 minutes, but apparently Tommy's dumbass feels like he has a family and he doesn't see the suspiciousness that this guy just randomly comes up, says he's your father, and yeah, yeah. So pretty much Tommy's under the impression that, okay, if I get in close to the Mexicans, uh, excuse me, with the um, Mexicans, with the mafia, they can help move my stuff that I still owe Jason for. So First, uh, the, he, the guy agrees to 75% because he's Teresi's kid, and Teresi's done a lot for their organization by keeping his mouth shut and doing the life sentence. Blase, blase. But then Tommy's dumbass want to go out here and get himself mixed up in some dumbness, and basically um, he hires like two guys that uh, Teresi's right hand says, hey, don't come up in here you know, doing too much. You just got here. Like, you know, you're already asking a big favor from the family. Like, you know... Write your own legacy first rather than living off your dad's name. So the whole message there was don't tarnish your dad's name. Long story short, uh, this is during the funeral. And they had asked Tyreek to do the eulogy, which he openly volunteered to do. And I'm just like, oh, wow. This kid is getting major heat already this season. Like, why we want to put him in this position? Like, I feel like he's going to do something evil and meticulous. And yet he does. So we fast forward. Tyree couldn't finish the eulogy. He goes, he runs to the bathroom after overhearing Ghost, <clears throat> after hearing Ghost and Tommy uh, pretty much plotting in the, ch- in the church, in the church, in front of God, that <laughs> they're gonna, they got a plan to off Dre. It's happening right now. And so Tariq goes to, to warn Dre. Dre dodges and deflects uh, Kanan's people who are after him too, and then uh, makes a, um, a getaway from 
uh, Tommy's hitters that he hired for him. One of them gets shot and boom, he's dead. And the other one suffers a serious wound after getting shot and later on in the episode dies. Um, so that leaves Tommy in some thick water with the mafia because you basically came in, disobeyed Teresi's right hand name and you're tarnishing um, Teresi's good name because you're out here doing some reckless shit and getting people killed and you barely know these folks. So that's what happened with Tommy. Drake gets away. Drake basically meets up with... Uh, Ghost near the end and basically says, look, protected by the Jimenez. I'm, I'm put, he puts the same cards on Kanan, Tommy, <coughs> and uh, Dre, excuse me, Ghost personally, um, that usually gets you killed if, you, if um, you're in some mess. It was the same calling card that Ghost used, I think, in season three, um, where he killed everybody in this organization except for one person to protect his family and himself uh, for the from the feds, basically, when they were investigating him. Um, and last part is your girl Tasha basically got a sad thing going on with her with a uh, un un unfaithful uh, lawyer lawyer Bay Terry. Uh, Terry was Ghost's defense lawyer that stepped in after Proctor. Proctor could not represent Ghost because he represented uh, Tommy, and it would be a, a disinterest and unfair to the case for um, him to represent both. <clears throat> so um, he's out there basically hitting hitting Tasha, and you know, th- you know, Tasha is giving him a hug um, at the church because she's not there because she couldn't be there. It was too much for her, and her mom looking down the stairs asking her. Who, who's that? And she walks away and says, I'm going home, Blase Blase. And that is episode one, which ends with Dre basically saying he has the Jimenez on his side. And if he continues to go after him, then they, she, quote, he will, uh, Ghost will have more bodies to bury than just Rainus. Boom, the end. Um, where do I start? Let's start with Tyreek. Let's start with Tyreek. Let, let, let me get Tyreek out, out the way. Tyreek, for me, I felt like he needed to, in this episode, he just needed to just be the good kid that at least did something right by his sister, right? You're going to protect the guy that sent you somewhere that you didn't know what you were going into, right? It could have went sideways real quick. And yet you're going to defend Dre, of all people, by by giving him the warning that helped protect him from harm's way and I'm sitting here like why like for why 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 like ghost has a point you could have died you know you're not you know ghost there's a scene where ghost gets mad at him he he, um slams him up against the wall because like he doesn't realize that Dre is a very dangerous guy who has his own agenda and wouldn't wouldn't have given a damn if Ray Ray would have shot him I think at the end the foreshadowing of Ray of uh of Dre showing up to the murder scene was enough because he was thinking like, oh, yo, Dre, Dre handled this little nigga and they wouldn't have lied back on me because uh, Ray Ray did it and I would have just blamed Ray Ray and then Ghost would have went after Ray Ray. And then Dre <clears throat> would have been clear because obviously Tariq wouldn't have been alive to talk. And he don't realize that. But this dummy, yeah, this dummy going to go warn him at his sister's funeral. I'm like, what a slap in the face. And ah, I just hate, I just hate Tyreek now. Like it was like season four, season three. It was like, I hated Angela. Now I hate Tyreek. I still hate Angela cause she's dumb, but we're going to get into her in a second. And so Tyreek, I'm sitting here like, you ain't loyal dog. Like you, your mom's sitting here trying to find out for me. She's trying to protect you. Your dad out here trying to know who, so he can 
he can go kill and off and be a gangster that he is and protect his family because that's his way of dealing with things. But ultimately, like, you're just being a spoiled brat. And it's like you're just being this guy that just doesn't understand that all you got to do is... It gets shown in this episode when basically Mox and Mock and Sexton are just like... <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, man, fuck this bitch. Like, ah, at this one point, I think Sexton wrote down a piece of paper after um, Valdez asked asked uh, her to do something. He was like, okay, bitch. I was like, wow, that's crazy. So none of the authors really respects her. Then her boss, who's over her, the black lady, I forget her name. Somebody remind me down the line. She ends, she's just like, I don't really trust her. I'm like, damn, she she catching your BS and she just got to the office. Like, damn, Valdez. But that just goes to show you, like, Angela, she's just like very gullible like you can <laughs> she's she's just gonna go along with the flow she's just gonna do whatever it takes to please the rest of the office and i'm or, or whatever it takes to uh keep her ass clean i'm just sitting here like uh angela i'm shaking my head so basically uh the um investigator that's uh pretty much on the um case for ray ray and his murder is pursuing Angela because Angela's dumbass was cited, not only cited, but she didn't sign out of, of being a part of that case, even though she was like, I don't want any parts of this. Like, she didn't sign out, she didn't follow the protocol. So basically, Rodriguez paid her one, the, her first visit of many at this point that she will take um, going down the line to find out, like, yo, hey, like, what's going on? Is this your fed? Like, what's the feds doing at a regular, regular New York City investigation? She, and, you know, Angela's like, you know, it's just a coincidence. Um, you know, I was investigating uh, Ray Ray 2, and that's all I can say. Bye. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. Rodriguez ain't going by. I feel like, I'm like, I'm sitting here like, oh, Rodriguez, uh, she might be a future antagonist because she's sitting in the background asking a lot of questions, and she she kind of see through the bullshit, and you can see it in her facial reaction. She's just like, after she said, oh, I have a meeting to go to, Rodriguez's face was like a dead ass stare, and she's like, bitch, please. But basically, she got up and she left, and I'm sitting here like, okay, well, there's that. So now Angela has another person that's on her ass, along with Mox, Mox and Sexton, who are looking to replace her ass and looking to throw her in jail right with uh, the St. Patrick's and and Tommy Egan. And, and now Mock trying to go get Joe Prockner. But we're going to go into that in the next episode because it's more um, more revealed in the next episode as we go into the season. So then there's your boy, Tommy. And Tommy said, it's like, Tommy, Tommy's just not clutch. Tommy's like that kid on the basketball team that he's like the J.R. Smith, pretty much. It's like, he has, he, he has talent, but his IQ in critical situations is so low. It's like, Tommy, why, why are you out here just doing dumb stuff? You just met these people and you're already fucking them over. And, and, you know, you deserve those punches you got to the face. Like, nobody's going to take up for your ass. You just, you're, you're tarnishing your father's name already. And that's what the uh, guy, I guess that's the leader of uh, the mafia group right now, the family, till Teresi gets out, was saying. He's like, don't tarnish your, your father's name. I'm punishing you by, <clears throat> by taking back 50% of our deal. So now I'm only going to be running 25% of uh, your product versus the, the additional 75. So, yeah, Tommy, congratulations. You're out here. Really, really fucking up as usual, but that's nothing new. Tommy's like a, he's a cannon. He's a loose cannon. Um, he just kind of, <laughs> he just kind of, you know, is going to do anything. And we gets under pressure, the guy starts snorting and he starts doing dumb shit. I'm just like, oh, God. But yeah, he's that guy. So that's his situation. I'm sitting here like, yeah, Tommy, yeah, you just dumb. 
You know, he's just going to put these down. You kind of underestimated Dre, as everybody has at this point. And I knew not to underestimate Dre because he's taken lessons from, at this point, Kanan and Ghost about how to run the game. And those are two very capable, long-lasting characters, which means that Dre is going to be in the picture for a little bit, whether y'all like it or not. I want Dre to die, but more than anything, here's my list of people that I want to die. Can we kill off Tate, please? We won't because he's a fucking political figure, so they're not going to kill him off. But I feel like he knows a lot more about Ghost than what he's letting on. And I feel like eventually he's going to use that information to blackmail Ghost because how this guy undercuts Ghost, like he undercuts him at his own daughter's funeral and has all this media here. Basically, it's his funeral sponsored by Ghost. And I'm sitting here like, yo, like the fact that this man has this power and the set to do this to Ghost. It's beyond me, and we've never seen a character get over on Ghost so much. But, yeah, we're going to talk about some of the other fucked up shit that Tate has done um, as we go down the line. So, then, who else? Oh, yeah, there's your girl Tasha. She out here having a, she out here having a, you know, a little, a little affair, a little meetup with her boy, with her, with her other boo, the disloyal Terry himself. I'm just saying, like, Terry ain't loyal. And he had to be black. And he had to represent the HBCU. Like, no. No. But, yeah, Terry out here being unloyal. And, I mean, it's like I said, like I said in, um, in the power group me that I'm in. I'm in this power group me that's really, really crazy. And um, I'm sitting here like, yo, at this point, Ghost and Tasha are in, like, an open relationship. Like, Ghost is just out here fucking whoever. And Tasha's just out here fucking Sean. Now, he's, now she's over here fucking Terry. And I'm like... Those you have a lot of fans that are like, well, you know, ghosts don't do right by Tasha. Like, she, he treats Tasha like shit. I'm just like, well, Tasha's no better. <laughs> Tasha out here having sex with the driver. Tasha out here now having sex with uh, Ghost's defense lawyer. Like, I'm just sitting here like, yo, I mean, Tasha is just as bad. And I'm just, I'm telling y'all, like, y'all don't see past the manipulation that y'all, y'all want to put and spin it because, you know, relationships and as in general are really fucked up in our generation. It's always like a men versus women thing when it comes to who fucked up the worst who's the biggest fuck up who cheats the most it's just i don't get into that but i'm just like it's an open relationship (laughs) it's open relationship all right yep case closed like that's what it is (laughs) and and that's the end of that like it's not personal that's just how they're running it it's just they're an open relationship so she's out here like basically like you know i'm eventually gonna move on from ghosts like she plotting on her own she's like yo fuck this i'm trying to get out like, I'm going to eventually move on with Terry. Terry got my back. And Terry's just like, you know, if you need anything, baby, just let me know. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh, God. And then the mom is just like, she came down there. She was like, what the hell are you doing? You're doing it at your, at your daughter's funeral. And Tasha is just like, whatever. <laughs> ghost is probably done worse. I don't ghost nothing. All right. Bye. So I'm just, uh, my takeaway from this episode is... And this was episode one. Like I said, I'm be working up. I know I'm behind, but my direct uh, takeaway before episode two was don't doubt, um, do not doubt the internal affairs officer, uh, um, Officer Rodriguez. I said she's going to be in the picture a lot. Um, I think that she's going to be, she's probably going to find out more than what Sexton and Mike are trying to find out because basically Sexton and Mike are trying to run around and basically <laughs> pull every low blow in the book. So if you think about it, <clears throat> they're trying to, they're trying to splash paint on the wall until they get something. That's their tactic. They're going to try to mess with uh, Prockner later on in the episodes as we'll go over. They're trying to mess with uh, Tommy with the wire. They're trying to mess with Tommy's dad, which we'll go over. So they're trying to do all this stuff to find out, to find a result that'll put, 
you know, Tommy on the hot seat. So Tommy uh, will, will rat out ghosts. And so eventually they can get back to Angela because surprise, surprise, Angela had a whole ass affair with <laughs> ghosts for like two seasons. Like, I swear to God, like every time they saw each other, it was they were having sex. Uh, you know, uh, it literally it'd be like, hey, Angela, hey, hey, James has sex scene. I'm just like, God damn, can, uh, damn. Can, can we see an episode where y'all like go on a date or something like that? I mean, I understand Ghost was like done with Tasha, but like that. And that's and that's why Tasha's justified to do what she does. So I'm like, basically, Ghost was living his best life with uh, Angela for like two seasons. So at, at this point, I'm not mad at anything that Tasha does. But I'm just like, well, damn, Tasha, can you be any more dirty? Like, towards the people that you do, at least at least bring somebody new in the picture. You out here fucking the driver and the lawyer. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, uh, well, all right. And so, yeah. But also, Tasha out here being pretty pretty loud with it. Because for one, you bring your son back. And you, may, you have him looking all sorts of crazy, walking into that apartment. Everybody... Uh, looking at you and Lakeisha is a very capable character she kind of know what's going on but she kind of giving uh Tasha the benefit of the doubt to let her know what's going on and basically Tasha is coming to her like look if anybody asked you where we were we were here the whole time I'm like bitch are you not like do you know not know how this works like we don't know if we can trust Lakeisha like I love Lakeisha's character but I'm sitting here like um I don't know man like I feel like if they ask her some stuff she might crack under pressure she's not about this criminal life you know like Tasha the good girl that just has a as a friend as a criminal and she don't really know half the shit that they've done <laughs> she don't really like james like that but i mean she she don't know what tasha is capable of too because tasha tasha manipulative ass is gonna get what she want and ultimately like she will blackmail you to hell until she gets you to do because basically she got poor poor angela valdez on the fucking string she playing like pinocchio with angela at this point to get everything she wants done and i'm sitting here like yo that's crazy that's really really crazy but she being loud towards Lakeisha because she basically saying all this suspicious stuff. And she talked, she can, um, you know, confide with Terry last season was like, look, I might be in trouble. But would you be willing to represent me? And Terry's like, I know Ghost forced you to do this. And like he, Terry has been consistent. He's bought that same energy from pretty much last season to now. He's like, I've never really trusted James. I never liked James. James seems like a guy that really has caused you a lot of pain. I want it. I want to be that guy in your life. I want to take James' place, uh, place, and all that other stuff. Hold on one second. Woo! It's a lot. Let me, let me take a little squig of the juice. Woo! All right, some good juice. But um, ultimately, yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much what happened for episode one. Um. James out there trying to throw all his chips. And I thought James would be a little bit more strategic in this because James is pretty much a guy that would sit back and plan this out thoroughly. He's the thinker. He's the logical guy, typically, that's sitting back and um, thinking. But this season, we're seeing Ghost really run on his emotions and really seeing all the sloppy mistakes that he makes <clears throat> this season based off his emotions because he refuses. He's just really been jumping into a lot of things that, you know, ultimately you look back, you're like, well, wow, like, that's not James. That's not the James we know. James is, like, the only logical character on there that we, to this point, we haven't really seen him make too many fuck-ups outside of Tommy, outside of Tasha, outside of everybody else but Ghost. So we're seeing a lot of vulnerability in Ghost this episode. But 
that is episode one of Power. Like I said, I'm going to try to speed through these as much as I can over the next couple days. We're going to be trying to zoom through these. Uh, but stay tuned. Uh, to all my sports fans, I'll be back on the sports news. So don't think I'm just going away doing power. Like I said, I want to add some variety to the channel. If you like what I'm doing, continue to support me. Also, follow me on my Instagram at underscore underscore DJ94. Underscore underscore as lowercase d and j. And numbers 9 and 4. Underscore underscore. Two underscores in the front. Two underscores in the back. That's at dj Excuse me, at underscore underscore DJ94 underscore underscore. Again, as always, this has been your boy DJ94 for Talk That Ish, the power edition. Tariq ain't loyal. Tariq ain't about that life. I'm disowning Tariq. I sentenced Tariq to, to be banished from this show, but you know what? We can't because he's the son of, of James St. Patrick. But until next time, to all my power fans, hang in there. We're going to be going up from, from uh, episode one two four uh before episode five comes out on sunday and rumor has it that kendrick lamar will be making a guest appearance on there so i definitely can't wait for that but till next time i'll see y'all stay easy Ow.